The Gemara Masech Yavamis mentions on a number of occasions that the halacha is that if there are four brothers, Reuven and Shimon Levi Yehuda, and Reuven and Shimon are married to two sisters, and Reuven and Shimon pass away without children, so now these two sisters fall to Yibam, to the two surviving brothers. So the Gemara, the Mishnah, at the beginning of Perak Arba'achim, the third Perak of Amasechta, teaches us that under such circumstances, the two surviving brothers should not do Yibam, one brother to each sister, who's an Amona, but rather they should only do Chalitza. And the Gemara gives two explanations as to why. One is because the Mishnah follows the opinion of Yezika, and therefore if these two sisters, these two sisters who are the widows of the two brothers who passed away, are falling to the two surviving brothers, so each is Zokuk to one of the brothers, and therefore we have now a situation of Achois Sugukasai, and Yezika, that creates some sort of a relationship. And just like one would certainly not be allowed to do Yibam, so too That's one approach. But the other approach that the Gemara mentions on a number of occasions, is because of the concern of we can't create a situation where the mitzvah of Yibam will be removed. And what will happen here, says the Gemara, is our concern that if one of the surviving brothers, Shimon, does Yibam in one of the Ammonis, and before the other brother, Yehuda, has the opportunity to do Yibam, he will pass away. Now, Levi can't do Yibam in the other Ammana, because she, she would be a Chois Ishtai. And in order to avoid such a scenario, Chazal said, do, Levi should only do Chalitza. So if Chas Shalom Yehuda dies, before he could have done anything with the other widow, he still, Levi will still be able to do Chalitza. And the Gemara, every time it mentions this concept, asks, but why are we concerned? Why are we concerned for Misa? Don't we have a concept? Don't we have Manda Omrim that are not Chayish Lamisa, that are not concerned about Misa? That all of a sudden here, the Gemara is concerned for the Misa of this brother. And the Gemara says, and in fact, we know, as the Rishonim, that there are specific opinions that are not Chayshish Lamisa. And it's critical to discuss this Halacha concept of Chayish Lamisa because 
there are numerous halachic ramifications by speaking about chayish lamisa. There are a number of paiskim that say we know that there's a concept of zrizim magdim lamitzvus shui mitzvah lamishininon. We never we never push off the opportunity to do a mitzvah. And they explain the reason for these concepts is because Chazal taught us that we're Chayish Lamisa. And if you don't do the mitzvah, you may never have the opportunity to do that mitzvah. For example, there's a Pasik in Kahelis. Beboike Zara Azarecha Laorev Al Tanech Yodecha. And now Gemara Mesech the Yevamis later in the Mesech the Mitzvahem, Daf Samach Beis on the Beis is going to teach us that even if someone has fulfilled the Mitzvah Pruravu, we're going to Mitzvahem learn the different opinions, how and when the person has, is Mekayim that Mitzvah, the Alochi is that he should still have more children, based on this pasuk. And what is the basis of the reasoning? Because even if someone Baruch Hashem had the required amount of children to fulfill the mitzvah, we never know what could happen. And if Rechman al-Tzlan, those children will pass away and he will be left not having fulfilled the mitzvah. So we see it as a concept of Chayish Lamisa. So it's critical to understand the parameters of this concept of Chayish Lamisa. From the Gemara, it's clearly mashma that we're chayish lamisa, and that's why, as we said a moment ago, we need to only allow the brother to do chalitza and not do yibam. But as to Rishonim, for example, Rameir we see through Shas is not chayish lamisa. The Gemara in Masech the Gitten. The Gemara in Masech the Gitten Tav Chofches Amen Aleph says. If somebody says to his wife, I'm giving you a get that should be activated an hour before I die. So now, if this woman is married to a Kayim, there's always a question, maybe he will die within the next hour. And if he dies, she may no longer eat Truma. So she should never be able to eat Truma. Says the Gemara, Ramey is not Chayish Lamisa. And he's not concerned that he's going to die. And so too, we find a very famous Machloikis at the beginning of Masech the Yuma, the Abbeis, Oman Aleph, where Rabbi Yehuda says that they would, since the Torah says regarding the kind Godel, and his avoid on Yom Kippur, the Chippur Ba'adoi, about Beisai, Beisai Zu Ishtai, so the Kain Gadol must be married on Yom Kippur. And therefore we prepare for him a new wife that in case something happens to his wife, he can immediately marry her and he'll, have, and he'll be able to have a Chippah Ba'adavyad Beisai. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. The Chum disagree. And they say we're not Chayish Lamisa. Another case, also in Masech the Gittin, where the Gemara says, if somebody buys wine, and it's Shabbos, and you're not allowed to be mafresh, trumas and maestres and Shabbos. 
So the Gemara goes through an entire procedure, how he drinks the wine and leaves over wine, that that wine should be the wine, that that leftover should be the Trumas and Maestris, and he should use, be able to use that wine in Shabbos. Says the Gemara, that's Ramey's opinion. Rabbi Yehuda says, no. And the Gemara says, why? Because we need to be concerned that maybe the flask in which the wine is will tear, will break. And that wine that was supposed to be used after Shabbos for the Trumas and Maestris will be lost. Which is another way of saying that something will happen to this barrel. So now the question is, we see that Rameir, that there are opinions clearly in Shas that are not Chayish Lamisa. Why over here does the Gemara say we're Chayish Lamisa? So Rishonim, and this is one of the important Rutzim that are given by the that are given by the Rishonim, that even the Manda Omer, that's not Chayish Lamisa. It's only not Chayish Lamisa by Isman Muat. When it's a short interval. There we don't need to be Chayish Lamisa. It's Yom Kippur. The Kayin Gobel's wife is fine, heir of Yom Kippur. We need not be concerned that something will happen within the day of Yom Kippur. The barrel is fine on Shabbos. We need not be concerned that it won't make it till the end of Shabbos. But by Chalitza, for example, where there is no Chiv to do the Chalitza or Yibam. In, in any specific time frame, there, Lizman Meruba, we are Chayish Lamisa. Another tarot that's given is where does Rameis say we're not Chayish Lamisa? Where being Chayish Lamisa will cause a loss. The case that we discussed with the woman who's married to the Kayim. If we're chayish lamisa, what will happen is she'll never be allowed to eat truma. In the case of the barrel of wine, where if we're chayish lamisa, so then he won't be able to use this wine on Shabbos. So there, Ramea says we don't have to be chayish lamisa. Or in the case of the kain on yom kippur, point out to Rishonim, as the Gemara says, the chachamim say to Rabbi Huda, the Gemara there misach the yuma. Im If you're worried that this woman is going to pass away, the Kayin's Godel's wife, so even the woman that you designated as the backup, you should have the same concern, and ain't love So therefore, we're not, says Rameir, the Chachamim, we're not Chayish Lamisa. But where being Chayish Lamisa doesn't really represent an issue, our Gemara, so instead of the two brothers doing Yibam, they'll do Chalitza, that were Chayish Lamisa. The Gemara another Teretz why Yom Kippur is different is because Yom Kippur there's a point that the avoid of Yom Kippur should be done in the best way possible. And since we have to be worried that we want that the avoid of Yom Kippur should be done in the best way possible, certainly we want to have 
that the Kohen Gadol should be married but the Gemara on Daf Chavav Amabes asks a question. Our Mishnah at the beginning of Masech, at the beginning of the third parak, as we just described it at the beginning of our Shia today, speaks about a specific, unique situation where there are four brothers and two passed away, and as we discussed, there are two surviving brothers. Ask the Gemara, if there's a concern that brothers are dying, so then even when there are five brothers, the same concern should be that maybe one brother will do Yibam. And yes, one of the two other surviving brothers could do Yibam on the other Almana, but maybe they'll die. And if they'll die, we'll be back to our same problem of being Mavatl Mitzvah Sivomen. So Gemara said, that there'll be one brother that will do Yibam, and that there are two surviving brothers, and both of those brothers will pass away, and therefore the other Amana will be left without Yibam and Chalitza, for that will not Chayish, Lemisa Latreiloi Chayshinen. As Taisis, going back to the Gemara Mesech the Yuma, that we've been mentioning, the Gemara said, the Rabbi Yehuda said, as we just said, that they had to prepare for the Kohen Gadol a backup wife. So the Rabbanans say to Rabbi Yehuda, if that's your concern, that the Kohen Gadol's wife is going to pass away, so then why just one wife? She should have to prepare a whole slew of women because maybe they'll all die. Ask Tysus that we're saying now, the Gemari here is differentiating that we're chayish for one person passing away, but we're not chayish for two. So that's what Rabbi Huda should have answered to the Chachamim. For one wife, we're chayish. For more, we're not chayish. So Taisus answers a very interesting Teretz. And it's very much connected to the Teretz that we said a moment ago. A moment ago we said that in the concept of Lamisa Chayshinen, there's a difference, say the Rishonim, between Zman Merubah and Zman Mu'at. And even the Chachamim, who maybe would be concerned for Misa, the Zman Merubah, are not Chayish Lamisa by a Zman Mu'at. Say, says Taisus. The Rabbanan are saying to Rabbi Yehuda, you obviously are very concerned What's the raya that you're very concerned? Because the whole Yom Kippur is only 24 hours long. And still you're concerned that within those 24 hours, the kind God's wife will die. So if you're a person that's so concerned, so just like you're concerned, this chashash rochaik, so too you should be concerned for mis the tray. In other words, the Rabbanan are saying to Behuda, our concerns are much more measured. And just like we're only chayish bezman muot, we're only chayish bezman maruba, we're not chayish bezman muot, we're also only chayish lamis dechad, not lamis tray. You obviously don't take that approach, say the Chacham Terb Yehuda. Because you obviously are chayish even for zman muot. If you're chayish for zman muot, you should be chayish even for zman maruba. 
Another way that the Rajba explains is that why indeed is Rabbi Huda concerned? Because Rabbi Huda, and this is the way I always understood the Rajba, Rabbi Huda is concerned that the, the Satan, who are Satan, who are Yetzirah, who are Malach Hamavis, doesn't want that the Kohen Gadol should be able to do his Avoid on Yom Kippur. And how is he able to prevent the Kohen Gadol from doing his Avoid on Yom Kippur? The way he's able to prevent the Kohen Gadol from doing the Avoid on Yom Kippur is by having the Kohen Gadol's wife die. So this is a unique circumstance why we need to be concerned for Misa. If so, say the Rabbanan to Rabbi Yehuda, that's your way of thinking, then you should be chaysh, not just for the wife, but even for the, back, the backup wife. Another pshat is that the basis for Rabbi Yehuda's concern is because the kapara of all of Klai Yisrael depends on the Kayin. And since the kapara of all of Klai Yisrael depends on the Kayin, that's why we have to be specially careful. And therefore, say the Rabbanon, if that's your perspective, you should be even by more than one, you should even have, need to have even more than one backup wife. Another pshat that I saw in the Rishonim, another pshat that I saw in the Rishonim, is that Chazal were more concerned for the death of a woman versus the death of a man. And therefore, in our Masechta, we're worried about the Yavam passing away. And the Gemara says, we're not really that concerned that men will pass away, and we're only choshish by one man, not by two men. In the Gemara over there, we're talking about the woman passing away. And the way I sort of showed him explain, specifically in those days, it was quite common that women died during childbirth, women were weaker, and therefore we need to be concerned we need to be concerned more about a Yavam, about a woman dying, than about a Yavama dying. With this, we can answer another question. The Gemara, on Davchav Ches Aleph, when it discusses this concept of Bittl Mitzvah Yavamim, says the Gemara, Rabbi Yoichan Lamisalachayish. He doesn't subscribe to it because there is nobody that's Chayish Lamisa. Ask the Rishonim, Hacker Yoichan say that we're not Chayish Lamisa, that there is no such concern when we find a Gemara in Mesech the Yuma that we are Chayish Lamisa. And again, the Teretzes, as we've been explaining in our Shia today, that is a very unique circumstance. And since that's a very unique circumstance, Yom Kippur, where we want the Kain Godel to be do, able to do the avoid the properly, the Mashah says, Kaporas Kal Yisrael Toliboy, all of Kla Yisrael Kaporo depends on it. And since all of Kla Yisrael's Kaporo depends on it, that's why Yom Kippur is different. But normally, says Rabbi Yoichron, no one is, no one is Chayish Lamisa. That is the way. So now, after saying this, we've established a number of very interesting concepts. We've established that there is more of a concern 
by a woman than by a man. We've established that even the man, the Omer, that's not Chayish Lemisa, is Chayish. The man, even the man, that's not Chayish Lemisa, that's only Lizman Mu'at. However, Lizman Meruba, he is Chayish Lemisa. And I saw that the Mefarshim, as I said earlier, discussed this. One of the areas where this is most discussed is the Shulchan Aruch in Arachayim, Simen Tov Chav Vav Sif Beis, says that the proper time to say Kiddush Levana is on Matzoi Shabbos, when a person is wearing nice clothing and is, to use the words of the Shulchan Aruch, Kishuhu Mavosim. However, says the Ramah, only if Matzoi Shabbos falls before the tenth day in the month. Then we should wait till Matzoi Shabbos. And the reason is, because even if we waited till Matzoi Shabbos, which is the tenth of the month, and then on Matzoi Shabbos there won't be a moon to Makadish Levana, we still have a number of days to do Kiddush Levana. But, says the Ramah, if by waiting till Matzoi Shabbos we won't have that many days to do Kiddush Levana, we need to be concerned that we won't be able to do Kiddush Levana, and therefore, and it's the same concept of Shema Yomus, we won't have a moon, and therefore do Kiddush Levana before Matzai Shabbos. Similarly, there's a Taz, an Arachayim, Simen Tuf Kuf Nun Bey Sif Yud Zayin, that says, that if somebody gets, we know you're not supposed to make a Shekhyonu during the May Ben during the nine days. If somebody, however, gets a fruit and he doesn't have, and if and it won't last, they didn't have refrigerators, he should make a Shekhyonu. Because we're concerned that he may not make it if he has to wait till after Tishbav. That means even if the fruit will be there, he may not be there. So we see that we're Chayish Lamisa. And the answer is, the answer is because it's as Mamaruba. And as the Ksav Soifer in the Chuvis in Archaim Simenkov Gimel explains, even, even in a situation where it's almost Tishbav, so it's not that many days, Chazal, the Paiskim say the Ksav Soifer didn't want to differentiate how many days are left before Tishbav, and because of the concern of Shamiyamas, which is more acute. Earlier than later, we don't make we make a shachiyon on a fruit again with the concern that he not, may not make it, and that's the reason, as I said at the beginning of the shear, that one should have more children than the mitzvah pruvu requires. One should have more than children than the mitzvah pruvu requires because chashin is shemayamus. In fact, the steichemet suggests that even though the Pasuk that we quoted that obligates one to have more children is a Pasuk in Kehelis, Beboika, Tizra Zarecha, or Be'erev, Atanach Yodecha, still because of this concern, the obligation to have more children, actually, he says, is a derisive.